Matt and Mike in the morning. morning. Welcome back to Matt and Mike in the morning. This is Micah and this is Matt and your voice is warmed up now. It's good to hear. This is New Testament lesson 23 to be taught on March the 10th, a date that I remember. <laughs> we have some of the epistles, um, an overview of a few of them kind of put together and kind of generally speaking. Um, I personally wish that they would have gone through um, some epistles and taken a few lessons to do that, but we have what we have. So Paul writes 13 epistles. Epistle is a Greek word that means letter. So if you want to say letter in Greek, you say epistle. Uh, so that's why we say, um, you know, our, our New Testament lesson or our epistle lesson sometimes in church is just a Greek word uh, that, that means letter, but specifically a letter to these churches. Uh, so we don't, you know, use an epistle as, you know, you write a, a thank you note or something mm -hmm. like that. But it's specifically to uh, the, these letters to the churches for instruction. So you can also understand an epistle as a letter of guidance. And I think this lesson is is a good uh, lesson in just writing uh, and, in, and in grammar to a certain extent and in logic to a certain extent. Because mm -hmm. it has a nice explanation of Paul's introduction, the body of his letter, and then the conclusion. And they're very standard uh, he, he always starts his letter off with these gushing words of who it's addressed to and how wonderful they are. And he talks about how they are the holy ones called by God. The hagioi uh, is a Greek word that this lesson also talks about. And it, it's, it, it's very, I think, heartwarming to see that even in the, his first letter to the church in Corinth, that is just dysfunctional dumpster fire beyond our imagination can even really grasp onto how bad mm -hmm. it was. He still starts his, his address uh, to them as as the beloved in the Lord, the holy ones of God. And and that's who they are in Christ Jesus. Even though they're really messing things up, his letter of instruction then guides them back to holiness uh, because that's who they are. The, the name of Christ is upon them in their baptism. And then, you know, he wraps up with his uh, typical benediction or his conclusion, uh, the grace of the Lord be with you always, which is kind of a synopsis of like how you end up your sermons all the time too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To your friends in Christ. Uh -huh. Oftentimes pastors, uh, you know, form their sermons uh, in the same sort of manner in which Paul writes his letters, uh, you know, with uh, brothers and sisters in Christ or some, how did, or... Grace to you and peace. Yeah, grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you. Mm -hmm. yeah. The most important part of, of the lesson is with the body of the epistles, as you might expect. Um, it can be helpful, but not surprising. Um, to, to, to learn about the introduction and conclusion, to kind of do what you would expect for them to do. Um, the, the heading of, 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 the, of types of letters is really themes within letters. And, and they, they spell this out in, in the body of, of the lesson here. But it's not, like, it's not like Paul sends a friendship letter, but rather that there, there are elements or themes of friendship in his letters, uh, writing to those that he knows. In addition, the epistles, I, I would say that overall, they, what they're doing is they're applying Jesus' salvation to Christians. They're written to the Christian church, and, um, and in both law and gospel, they are, um, the author, Paul, Peter, whoever, is, is saying, you belong to Christ. This is a good thing, and this is what this means in your life. You know, having both the justification and what we sometimes call sanctification element. Whenever you see justification and sanctifica sanctification kind of side by side when we're talking about it, and it seems like they're not the same thing, what that means is that justification is God's declaration. You are not guilty. 
Um, and, and by that, that is our entire salvation right there. Sanctification then, when we use them side by side, is kind of the, the, the ongoing progress of the Christian life. Sanctification is where um, the Holy Spirit continues to work on us through the Word of God, through the sacraments, to, to make us more Christ-like um, in, 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 in the strength of our faith and trusting God for all things, as well as in moral living, because that's what people need from us. That's good to do. I'm going to leave in your classroom um, some show-and-tell things. Uh, this first thing I'm going to show to you doesn't have a whole lot of direct connection, but I think it's really neat anyways. I got this from Joyce Peters. Uh, she went to be with Jesus last year. Um, I think in October it was. And she had uh, all these different coins of the New Testament era. There's a copy of what a shekel looks like. Um, these aren't original shekels. They've been restruck. But you get to look at the Hebrew letters on there and the words. And then there's some other uh, coins in here from the Roman era. So there's, you know, Roman inscriptions uh, in, in Latin as well. But it's just kind of neat to, you know, to peruse through some of these old, old coins uh, to see what the, the letters were like and the writing in the ancient world. Then I'm going to leave this as well. This is my archaeology Bible. And in this, it's got just fascinating stuff about archaeological evidence um, of the Old Testament and the New Testament. But in the book of Romans here, and I have the book, I have uh, it marked with a, with a bookmark, there is uh, an image of one of the original, well not original, uh, one of the uh, early New Testament texts of Romans chapter, uh, actually Romans chapter 3 is what it is here. And this comes from the 3rd century, so this is in the 200s, um, an actual text that was discovered, uh, dug up, and you know there's just portions of it left over. But well, that'd be kind of neat to talk about what the paper was made like in those days. Uh, papyrus, which was like reeds interwoven and, and smashed together. Um, or vellum, which would be like goat skin or, or, or uh, sheep skin that had been stretched and, and preserved. Um, also in the ancient world, they would reuse it so they could wash the ink off mm. and, then, um, uh, and then reuse that paper or the vellum because it was so so vastly expensive to make everything was handmade. So when, when Paul writes in his letter um, that he, um, that he or says in his letter that he can't write this anymore because he, or he says, I write with such large letters as eyesight's probably going away. So he has a scribe write it down. And the lesson talks about a scribe, uh, Ter, Ter, not Tertullian. Ter, There's a few different Tacky, Ter, a guy. Yeah. So I'll leave this in the room and um, in your lesson room, and and you can use it however you like. It's really fascinating. I could read this for hours, and sometimes I do. We'll see you next time on Matt and Mike, Mike in the morning. morning.